hello and welcome into a new episode of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel Mamoudis. And joining me once again is David Mamoudis. Hello, everyone. As we welcome you into the show today, we have a lot to get to. We have been falling behind, David, on uh, talking about games. We're going to talk about four games in quick succession. Talk about Some of them just haven't been the kind that inspire you to go talk about them. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, a lot is happening in the soccer world. The Premier League started back up. Uh, the MLS All-Star game happened. Another game don't want to talk too much about, even though Ladero did look very good in that game. Um, Except for his haircut. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, Ladero with a very short hair now. Um, and then, also, the, of course, there was the skills challenge. That was probably more entertaining than uh, the actual All-Star game. Uh, but uh, let's get into, uh, just like, the, I, I think... There are two pieces of news that that have. We'll do, let's talk about the news before we talk about the games um, that happened in this break. Roman Torres suspended for ten games because of um, PD uh, substance yeah. use violation. We still haven't found out what it was. He was never they're... told what what uh, he got caught for, and uh, he says that it was uh, some. Some stuff, some substance that uh, he he wasn't aware of that was over the counter. Um, uh, so, but uh, a huge loss. He's only like the fourth MLS player ever to be suspended. Uh, and apparently, for the this. new collective bargaining agreement is what specifies the ten-game suspension. Last one, last person to be suspended, or, or one of the only other people to be suspended was a former Sounder, Jeff Park. Was once suspended, which, which I did not know before this happened. And uh, interesting enough, just like about a week ago, another uh, a, uh, a Seattle Mariner was suspended 80 games, and he was like he had no idea what he was suspended for, because it was just something his nutritionist gave them, and they apparently had something they didn't like, and he wasn't told. And well, actually, they do know what he was, he was told. But still, uh, two two um, people, two big Seattle players suspended for a majority of the season. Torres should be back. Um, he'll be available for the last game of the season, uh, going before the the playoffs. Uh, other news: Sounders making two signings. One player leaving in this window, uh, uh, Henry Wingo. He has gone to Norway after a, a trial there, so that that wasn't very surprising. Um, I'm sad. I I would have wished that they they sent Alex Rodon there, um, since I always liked Wingo more more than Alex Rodon. Still don't really like Alex Rodon. Um, uh, and then. Uh, Brad Smith, also, we get to keep him for the rest of the season. Seems like we might have him, for we might buy him at the end of this season. Well, uh, how did you uh, take that news? Um, you know, especially with all the other players we've had out, 
it's uh, good to know that we'll keep him for a while. Um, you know, if we had a healthy V-Rod and Sensen, um, I would feel that we needed him less, but, you know, we've had a couple of people out, and Jovan Jones just hasn't been impressing me as much as he thought he, I thought he might. Uh, uh, so, uh, good, good to have him back. He has been injured, so he hasn't played in our last two games, but uh, hopefully he should be back soon. So I did, uh, and uh, not not sure if he should be back for either of these uh, two next games. But Spencer said he was not, he would not be available for both games. Maybe just one. But um, unlike Svensson and Mirdam, who are injured right now, uh, they he Spencer said in an interview yesterday that. Uh, that Svensson and Neerdom would be available for selection for these new next two games against RSO and the Galaxy. Two new signings for the Sounders, announcing them very, very late in the game. Both are with the team already. Uh, Suchini, who is an Argentine 22-year-old, plays CDM, uh, and Luis Silva, who's played in MOS for... Uh, DC and RSL most recently. Um, both of uh, uh, with Suchini, it's still a little mystery how he was allowed. I mean, we can't play him till like we we figure out an international roster slot, and they're they're still waiting on cards. However, Smetzer has said in interviews leading up to this game against RSL that um, he said like about Luis Silva that um, he might play against his former team. So, do you think he's going to? Do you think Luis Silva will start against RSL tomorrow? Or uh, and, and what what do you what are your thoughts about these two new signings? I don't know very much about either one of them. It'll be interesting to see what they can do for the team. I'd be surprised if either one started tomorrow, but you never know. Spencer likes to rotate well, at times. I, I don't know if Suchini can start. How do you think the uh, international roster slot gets uh, resolved? Do you think they just trade another team for one? So or apparently they, they, they you're, trade you're allowed him? to buy them. And since the, internet, since the transfer window is closed, there are apparently a fair number of teams that have an extra international transfer international roster spot that they can't use so the sounders can buy it for i think the last one that was sold was for about fifty thousand dollars in cash and they can do that until the end of august uh when the rosters freeze when you can no longer um sign someone from say your uh from say like the defiance um so so uh they can still if they want to uh, sign people um from from their uh, from their second team, uh, and, and we'll the other news coming that that we we hadn't mentioned before is now since the USL is so huge, they're making the USL League One, and there are already a couple of MOS because the MOS uh, teams are the MOS. Two teams that are playing in the USL are struggling, uh, uh, and 
uh, there some teams are already saying that they'll play in this like lower league one version. Do you think the Sounders as a team will do will go to that league, or do you think, um, or do you think? Well, I mean, I know the Tacoma Defiance has not had a good year so far. Uh, with haven't had a good year since this. Haven't had a good year since their first. Um, since really, since Esther two has existed, the only season they've had they actually were playing good was their first season. Do you know if they plan to and do a promotion and, and relegation between those two levels? I don't think so. I think it's pretty separate. I know the Sounders do plan to invest in the team, but obviously we'll have to see what happens. I think. And clearly, it, the team the is nicer. working for the Sounders. It's just uh, so, and the, the and it's a good experience. But um, I can see how other teams don't don't really want to to be playing against the youth farm team but I and I but I hadn't like they used to have like the MOS reserve league where they would have like when teams were playing they'd have reserves play each other and that never really worked so I don't expect that to go very far uh they, I, I, I don't think they want the USL league one to turn into the MOS reserve league um because uh it, it, we had that before and uh, didn't work very well. Uh, now uh, let's move on. Oh, one more piece of the news: uh, new announcements for the Sounders owners: um, Russell Wilson, Macklemore, uh, still Drew Carey uh, are are a part of that, and then also some some Microsoft people. Uh, what do you think of Macklemore being an owner now? Uh, it'll be interesting to see if that has any effect. I guess Joe Roth, who had the the least connection to the Seattle area, is the one transitioning off. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I don't really know if they're going to, um, if it's going to make a change in how the Sounders work. But it's you know nice to bring in some more owners and some interesting Seattle figures from the. Business, sporting, and entertainment worlds. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's get into the four games that we have not talked about now. Uh, don't want to talk much about the Portland game. Um, frustrating game, especially. So it's against the Portland team, which has been very highly rated, and they're playing very well on the road. Um, very highly rated if you look at the MLS power rankings. They've always been way higher than they should be. But Brian Fernandez scores another brace against the Sounders just like he did uh, in that U.S. Open Cup game. Um, happy the Timbers got out in the in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, uh, in the U.S. Open Cup, though. Uh, but uh, Raul Roy Diaz, he would get one. Um, he would get around the keeper, and it would make two one. Um, no, nothing from this game was looked at in MOS's instant replay. And a little bit might have been late, but but uh, the one I have to talk about, Brian Fernandez says his tackle on Kihi. It is late. The studs are showing. They are high. This is a red card. How does he not get suspended for this? I'm not, not happy with the no, no call there. Uh, so let's move on to the game against Houston. 
a little slow, but the Sounders win the game on uh, a Jordan Morris goal, which would win goal of the week. He does a good job to win the ball. How, controversial yeah, how if you're a Houston player and, and instant replay said that this goal should have been disallowed, um, I I thought it was going to be disallowed, but this should never be disallowed because Jordan Morris, he's not looking at De La Garza. De La Garza is the one who's fouling Morris. He's going over Morris. Morris has every right to challenge for the ball. Um, so, in so in my mind, this should never be called. I feel like more whenever someone goes over another player, they always call it on the player that the uh, of who who someone went over, um, which is yeah. I mean, you know, defenders uh, usually often get a lot of calls. Some do, some people do get undercut in those situations. Um, you know, often the bigger, sturdier guy gets the foul called against him. Morris was never, but Morris was the, you could only call it on Morris if this was like intentional. Morris is looking at no, the ball I mean, the entire I mean, time. Again, if the guy goes up and they, and they think that the forward steps under him and puts him on the ground, they're going to call the foul. Anyway, I mean, Morris absolutely did the right thing by keeping playing. He took, you know, three great touches to score. Um, Sim- similar to the one that Ra- Raul Radia scored two weeks before against Atlanta, um, which also won goal of the week. But a big, big three points for the Sounders. Houston continued to struggle. Just today, they announced that they would part ways with uh, Wilmer Cabrera. Uh, he looked like he, he was making... I mean, Houston is having the best season this year, but... Let's not forget, last year they won the U.S. Open Cup. The year before that, took them to the, took them to the Western, the Western Conference Final, where they were beaten badly by the Sounders. But uh, 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 they decided it was time to let go, and he becomes uh, the fourth manager, I believe, this year in MLS to uh, be sacked. Uh, then oh, the game uh, uh, after Houston, it was the game against SKC. SKC uh, coming out on the road. Haven't been good on the road, but they picked up the win. And the Sounders had lots of chances, had chances late. Um, not not much controversy. Nothing um, some early goals. Um Neil, who terrible, terrible decision to go to the ground there, gives away a stupid, stupid penalty, uh, and uh, Sounders end up uh, losing this game, three to two. Then this game against New England, Sounders take the lead early. Harry Ship scores. Harry Ship would score again later, but uh, In the second later minute. he would make it. Uh, uh, he'd make it two, two, because New England would score one goal off, uh, uh, off a corner kick, which uh, they called back, went to VAR, and then ruined it a goal, which is the right call. It didn't look like there was much of a foul on that play. And then uh, their second goal, um, uh, their second goal is uh, a good 
good shot. Um, then the, the header from Bo. Bo um, they thought they made it 3-1 and Bruce Arena was um, complaining. But you can clearly say an instant replay back this up. Fry at one point has two hands on the ball and then the New England left back just comes and kicks it free. So that was the correct call. Um, they go to VAR and they, they correctly ruled that that goal should be disallowed, uh, which was good. Uh, Sounders would make it 3-2. Uh, who got the who got the third goal for the Sounders in the game? Was it more more? No, was it Morris? Uh, that was Ladero. Uh, oh yeah, it was Ladero. Oh yeah, could it big deflection? Um, maybe the keeper still should have had it, uh, but it was three two. Then very very late in the game, immediately they go to um, the ball hits Jordy Delem's hand, and immediately they call the penalty and. And this, this is not a penalty. This is not a penalty. How Jordy DeLem is just running. He is just running. And they're not going to change this because... He didn't do himself any favors by appearing to move his ball hand hand down. And maybe he was just trying to get out of the way of the ball. He is just running. He he has absolutely zero time to react. This is not a penalty. That is ball to hand. But this and is why you see a lot they're of never, defending and unfortunately, unfortunately, they're not. They're never going to change that on VAR. Um, they're never going to change that on VAR because it, it did hit the hand. But but uh, this is this is one thing where you just have to think of it in real time. No time to react. The the thing about having to hold your it, it's it's ridiculous you should not need to have your hands behind your back um on that kind of play because that's not how someone runs so uh, this should never be a penalty um never never be a penalty sounders with some late chances though um right on the doorstep that they they could have they could have finished, but at least they get the point. Tomorrow, they will be in uh, uh, Salt Lake to take on uh, the team who also just recently lost their coach, Mike, Mike Petke, uh, fired yesterday. Uh, after uh, him getting big suspension and and fine, they decided to part ways. RSL has been playing fine this year. They're right at the they're, they're right to, uh, at the at the at the line to to make the playoffs. Uh, how do you expect the Sounders to line up? It should. Then keep in mind that Svensson and Leardom should be back. Um, no, I'm. I think Smith will not be back, though. Um, yeah, I would expect to see the same, you know, four-two-three-one formation we've been seeing other places. I would. I wish that Spencer would change up the lineup. I. I think our team would actually work well in a in the uh, diamond four-four-two uh, right now. Play Morris and Roy Diaz up top. So. 
Or just plain let It feels like Morris has been more effective from the wing. And in in these last four games, of course, Morris had two goals against um, SKC, and he scored. And those those were the games that he was up top because uh, Raul Rodriguez was out with a concussion uh, that but he in, picked up in them, Portland. They, they put Ladero more in that false nine position and let Morris go out to the wing again. Uh, but Morris. Uh, in that game, and just recently, since he came back from the Gold Cup, I feel like he is playing like he was playing at the end of 2016, which is really good. He used his pace to get in behind and score two goals against SKC, um, which is very, very, um, uh, it is a very good feeling to see um, Morris uh, uh, doing that um, at this part of the season. Uh, hopefully that continues. Um, I'm expecting the same lineup, um, same lineup, uh, new who, it's a, uh, new who has struggled a little, so maybe Jones comes in, new who, Orega, Kihi, uh, Leerdam, Svensson, Rodon, Ladero, um, Rodriguez was on the bench last week, so he might start, I'm gonna say Rodriguez starts Morris and Ro, Ro, Ro Diaz, I think, um, However, if Rodriguez isn't 100%, I can see us playing ship because this game against RSL um, might be a little... We might rest some players since we got LA coming up uh, on the weekend. Um, So, what's your score prediction for this game against RSL? Um, Sounders have been looking better on the road than at home lately. I'm going to say uh, 2-1 with uh, Rui Diaz and Morris scoring, but maybe ship. I'm going to say uh, 1-0 Sounders. Luis Silva scores against his former club. Um, I'll hope for more goals than that, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see. And then the week will wrap up in L.A. against the Galaxy. The Galaxy have been a very odd team since they they've played very well against um they they played very well against LAFC, but besides that they're just like sort of blah, um and and they're just not very good and they have all these star players and then they just got Pavon the the man from uh from Boca Juniors, um and this will be the first time I believe that Zlatan. Will probably be playing against the Sounders, cause I, cause last year he did not come to LA. Okay. And he did not and. Was he out somehow when we played there? And he was, injured. And that the last year in our one game against LA, I believe it was a zero zero tie. Um. So hopefully we'll we'll root for a more entertaining game than that. What do you expect? Um. Uh, what do you think the score is going to be? Do you think uh, both teams will have ten people? Have have eleven people on the field yeah, at the end of this game? These teams do hate each other. I'm going to predict a two-two game for that. Uh, you know, with Zlatan being a little bit of Zlatan, then we'll see if the Sounders can contain him below that. I'm going to say the Sounders win three to one. Um, with Morris getting two goals and Raul Roy Diaz getting one goal. So 
Uh, and we'll say he's not on. Or, no, we're going to say Pavon gets the uh, uh, gets the lone goal. Um, and that's going to annoy Zlatan um, uh, a lot. Uh, but I feel like our center backs um, should be able to do the Devaney. Be uh, we're learning. Did have any learning on now? How to uh, defend uh, Zlatan? Uh, so so we'll have to see what happens there. That game is on ESPN. Should be a good one. The game tomorrow, RSL is just a uh, is not nationally televised. So uh, you watch that ESPN Plus or or Joe. TV. Uh, <laughs> before we go, speaking of Zlatan, um, Zlatan has said, has said, he said recently around the time of the, uh, that he didn't like the format of MOS because you could come in seventh and then win the entire thing. And uh, it was, and I really enjoyed Alexi Lawless. Lawless uh, during the DC LA game past Sunday, calling Zlatan out because uh, if we remember, Zlatan did not make the playoffs last year. They were winning two zero uh, at halftime, and then Houston came back uh, with nothing to play for to kick them out of the playoffs. Um, I don't like Alexi Lawless. But um, that was fun to watch. Uh, so two games uh, coming up, two road games before the Sounders head uh, back home. Until then, uh, then during both of those games, you should remember to keep your scarves up. Okay.